guys, what's up? <laughs> I wasn't sure when to come in. I was oh, like, you did perfect. Happening? I'm so proud of you. <laughs> oh my god, I'm this, so excited. I like how um the hello just became a thing. We didn't like say we should have like a a thing when we start the podcast. We I were just one day. Just Sorry, natural just for us, you know? It's natural for us to sing the intro, a little harmony, and just do our thing. Mm-hmm. Hello, wow, wow. I feel like I try to change it up every week. Yeah, it's like it's like <laughs> the same, but it's like a slightly different note. Yes, and it's perfect. And I'm like the off-key one, probably. No, you're perfect. Actually, yeah. I think I think, I I think I'm the off-key one. Sometimes I, I like sing it to myself, the little intro, the hello, or the, the, <laughs> the ending, the a mystery. All the time. Yeah. Yeah, so good. <laughs> well, hello, guys. Hi, guys. What's up? Hi. How are you? Merry Christmas, I guess. Merry Happy Christmas. Hanukkah. Happy everything. It's November. It's November, which means the holidays are in full spirit, yeah. and so am I. Which means we're doing Halloween, but make it Christmas. Horror Halloween. Horror Halloween. Krampus. Krampus. We are pretty much like Krampus, you know? Exactly. Despite, like, the demon level, because Krampus is more like a demon type guy. Yeah. Who like spanks that? kids with the little uh the stick thing? Did yes, we did a whole episode on him. I know last that was a whole year. Christmas ago. <laughs> How am I supposed to remember a whole Christmas ago? Yeah, <laughs> I've lived many lives since then. So. Speaking of which, we got a another. We got we got a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. in the making right now. I don't want to spoil do. too too much. You just you just um, keep watching, guys. You're gonna see some yes. fun stuff coming up real soon. We have a. <laughs> Very, very special present coming out for you guys this month. We do. Also, another present coming during Christmas time. We've got some Thanksgiving things. We've got some Christmas things. We've got all the things to itch that little scratch you've got for for horror in the holidays. So, which is perfect because when you think family, you think horror. When you think family, (laughs) you think scared to death. (laughs) And I just think that's perfect for us, you know? Oh, gosh. Um, so last time, not last, last time, week. I'm like, what last time? It? I'm looking now. You remember, remember last week's? Why? Huh? You remember the last episode? Mm-hmm. That was my episode. How do I not remember? Was it my episode? Now I'm like <laughs> it questioning. What's your episode? I remember. What is it? What is I it? I think it was, it was the Titanic. It was the Titanic. Oh my God. You did such wow. a good job. Wow. Because <laughs> my memory went. <gasps> oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I feel like we talked about this before, but I feel like every time. We do an episode on something. That's when it starts coming up in pop culture again. Yes. Because we did the Titanic episode, and then my Twitter feed had a lot of, like, Titanic content on it. And I was like, what is happening? They said, we know you love the Titanic. Here's some more stuff. And I know it wasn't, like, big data, like, listening in on me saying the word Titanic a lot. It's because, just... like, it was people I follow and, like, no, tweeting, like, Titanic What can I say? Our brains are trending. <laughs> I don't know. We, we know what's what's coming up next. We we're do. We're always on our toes because we're always walking. <laughs> always. But I'm just excited to get into Logan's case this week yes. because I don't know what I'm going to be hit with and I'm just excited. I feel like this is, it is my <laughs> job every season of the show to make us do something out of left field, out of pocket of the consistency of the show. Yes. I will say you are very good at finding cases I have literally never heard of. Well, you've definitely heard of this one. Oh, good. Well, <laughs> like very much have heard of this. Well, I'm glad. I just feel like you present so many cases. I'm like, I don't think I have an idea what that is, but mm. I just like to learn new things. But I'm excited to see what this is. 
Yes. And if I do know about it, like you say I do, I'm excited to see what it actually <laughs> is. Because I'm me, and I don't know fully. It is very much, uh, <laughs> uh, I, I, I feel like there's no better time than the present to do iconic cases, so huh. it's time to do them, so you like to give me a little drum roll to get yes, into it? Yes, my curiosity has been piqued. So here's a drum roll. You ready? <laughs> this week on The Mystery Files, we'll be talking about good old Nessie, the Loch Ness Monster, Nessie, baby! our child! <laughs> I'm so excited! We're finally back with another cryptic. <laughs> Yay. A little, little uh, monster boy. Miss Nessie Mash. Yes. <laughs> I've been wanting to do this, actually. I, I think this is, like, what I've talked about before. I've wanted to do a case for quite a while. Like, Mothman, for example. Mothman was mine, too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, it, it was. was. Iconic oh. episode. I'm very iconic. You see, I'm excited to get into Nessie, though. At first, <laughs> I thought you were going to go, like, the Bigfoot route, but I was like, I don't know. There's some other vibe there, and it's definitely when, Nessie. Uh, for the stuff we've done behind the scenes in the last <laughs> week for our followers and our fans, when would I have time to done all that Bigfoot research? Is there that much out there? Huh? Is there that much out There's there? There's a lot of Bigfoot content out there. Huh. I wonder what I'm going to do for a case next week. <laughs> huh. I don't know. <laughs> One of these days. One of oh, them. Oh, right. <laughs> so, the Loch Ness Monster, or Nessie, is a creature in Scottish folklore that is said to inhabit Loch Ness in the Scottish Highlands. Mm -hmm. It is often described as a large, long-necked, uh, with one or more humps from the water. Um, popular interest and belief in the creature has varied since it was brought to the worldwide attention in 1933. Evidence of its existence seems anecdotal, with a number of disputed photographs and sonar readings. So it's kind of this thing that's been up to bait for almost a hundred years now, which is crazy. I feel like I'm picturing like a water giraffe. <laughs> Just a long neck. Have you seen that picture? I think there's one out there like yeah. that. That's like, it's a picture of the Loch Ness Monster above the water. And underneath, it's like, he just has like long Ew. Legs. No, so it's definitely just a water giraffe. It is. I feel like it I'm really just picturing, is. like, you say very long legs. That makes mm -hmm. me very uncomfortable to think of. Like, imagine his legs go all the way down to the surface like the bottom of the water it's disgusting <laughs> exactly um it's just like i don't know he just is so funny he's to a me. special boy he's very <laughs> special <laughs> all right so we're gonna dive into a lot of different stuff with the Loch Ness monster we have history about the creature where it came from in folklore or in actual evidence of science theories about it witnesses mm. um so we're gonna dive right into that so the earliest report of a monster in the vicinity of Loch Ness appears in the life of saint columba by ottoman written in the 6th century ad that mm. i can't even fathom. elderly very oh, elderly very dead old. deceased hi old hi <laughs> deceased we love you the most <laughs> not the Loch Ness monster though she he's 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 living or her or them or them, or them. nessie's definitely them very that. I love that for them. <laughs> so cute. All right. So writing, according to uh, Ottoman, uh, I feel like I'm saying Ottoman, but I Ottoman. know this is how you say it. Ottoman. <laughs> writing about a century after the events described, Irish monk St. Columba was staying in the land of the Picts with his companions when he encountered local residents burying a man by the river Ness. Oh. They explained that the man was swimming in the river when he was attacked by a quote-unquote water beast oh. then mauled and dragged him underwater despite their attempts to rescue him by boat oh my gosh yeah 
I feel like uh, this is where a lot of stuff with sirens comes into play too. Yeah, that we talked about Ooh. the water fairies. The the water fairies. Ooh, I'm just. It's very like easy to picture. Like mm. I feel like a lot of these cases we go into, they're so visual. I'm like, why are there not more movies on this? Like yeah. I can fully picture these guys like witnessing this terrible thing happen. Yeah, I, I actually that would actually be kind of interesting based on like this one account. Like yes. making a movie around that. That'd be like, really interesting. I'm so intrigued. I love it. Maybe we're making that. Maybe that's a special. <gasps> mm. <laughs> it's gonna drag Logan into the water. <laughs> Ah, Nessie's coming. Did you ever, like, when you were swimming as a kid, did you ever, like, worry there was, like, sharks in the water? Like, in the pool? Like, there's a shark in here. I mean, I'd play uh, mermaids, and then I'd also play, uh, I'd go to Atlantis when I was little. I played Atlantis, too. So, like, those are the things I did. I was never worried about sharks, because I always loved sharks. Oh, so you didn't pretend to, like, be trying to, like, swim and, like, run away from it before the shark gets mm-hmm. you? <laughs> I mean, not me necessarily. <laughs> I will say one time, I don't remember if it was Stephanie or Michael in the pool, they were, like, trying to drag me under as, like, a bit, and they were dragging me for too long, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> Why are your siblings like that? I don't know. Listen, I think they would just kind of do that thing, like, you know when, like, your siblings, like, push your head underwater, and they're like, ha, ah, that's so funny. Ha, 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 ha. And then you so don't funny. come back up for But, hair. like, I'm literally dying, and they're like, oh, this is no. so funny. <laughs> You've never done that with your siblings. No. Okay. We've done, like... What we we took our fights outside the pool. We were safely we, <laughs> on the ground. Safely. Listen. Well, I think it's because they were like, "Uh huh." I think it'd be funny if I could like balance on Tiffany's head, but like my head <laughs> is underwater. You dummy! I'm dying. We did that at Christian camp a lot no. when we would go swimming. Like we'd beat each other up in the water and be like, "Let's see, like how like <laughs> let's see who crosses out first. <laughs> yes. <there'd be> the- <laughs> Oh no! Jesus will save us. <laughs> that's the explanation. <laughs> and that's the same pool they did the baptisms in. Stop it! Stop it! Just a little baptism. <laughs> I was baptized in a pool. Oh, twins. twins! Wait, was I? No, I'm a liar. <laughs> I lied to Jesus. I wanted to get baptized in the pool <laughs> at camp, and then they told me no. They can't tell you no to a they baptism. They said I wasn't ready. Is that their opinion? I guess so. I think they just sound like they're being a little homophobic, but I don't know. Mm, I don't it's know. very possible. You know who wouldn't be homophobic? God. Nessie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either one. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, good old Nessie. Uh, so, yeah, so Columba sent a follower, uh, Lugene, to swim across the river and the beast approached him, but Columba made the sign of the cross and said, Go no further. Do not touch the man. Go back at once. The creature stopped as it had been pulled back with ropes and fled. What? And Columba's men in the pigs gave thanks for what they perceived as a miracle. Stop. Was it like satanic? Why would it go back like that? I think that's like what that? they're trying to say, that it was like a Ooh. demon of like the world. A demon of the water. That's so creepy. Yeah. The fact that it like turned around, yeah. and, like fled. That's well, like especially in like the sixth century. That was like a huge thing that like um the devil was bringing beasts out into the world to walk amongst us to try to lure you and take you to hell. Ugh, that's so, so like, uncomfortable. Right. It, it just makes like perfect. Like, I feel like it's just crazy. I've heard other stories about things in water like dragging people down to like hecky wecky. 
I'm just like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like those are portals or something. That's horrible. I just, I can just picture, it's weird because I feel like we have a very distinct idea of the Loch Ness Monster and I'm picturing like this one being like a satanic one, like red (laughs) glowing eyes. It's like like, really creepy. Turned over cross. Yeah. You see, I always kind of thought like Nessie was charming. No, me too. Like sort of like the Water Horse movie, like so cute and sweet. Yes, we watched the Water Horse Isn't Isn't the Water Horse so cute? That's the same day we watched 101 Dalmatians, I think. Mm-hmm. So cute. But I'm like, this Nessie is kind of, like, scary to me. <laughs> I'm very scared. Yeah, She's so, definitely darker. <laughs> yeah, so believers in the monster point to this story a lot because it's set in the River Ness rather than in the lock itself mm. as evidence for the creature's existence as early as the 6th century. What uh, Skeptics question the narrative's reliability, noting that water beast stories were extremely common in medieval times. And Ottoman's tale probably recycles a common motif attached to a local landmark. According to skeptics, Ottoman's story may be independent of the modern Loch Ness Monster legend and became attached to it by believers seeking to bolster their claims. Mm. Ronald Benz considers that this is the most serious of various alleged early sightings of the monster, but all the other claimed sightings before 1933 are dubious and do not prove a monster tradition before that date. Christopher Carney uses a specific historical and cultural analysis of Ottoman to separate Ottoman's story about St. Columba from the modern myth of the Loch Ness Monster, but finds an earlier and cultural significance use of Celtic water beast folklore along the way. Mm. In doing so, he also tries to discredit any strong connection between Kelpies, or water horses, and the modern media augmented creation of the Loch Ness Monster. He also concludes that the story of St. Columba may have been impacted by earlier Irish myths about um, several other creatures. Oh, okay. So, basically, a lot of believers turned to this story, even though there was not a lot of patterns about it moving forward. Okay. However, the believers <laughs> were like, well, what about the Kelpies and like the water beasts that have been talked about for centuries? Why can't that be the Loch Ness? And he's like, Shh, no. They are separate they're, they are different. They are different things. Also, like, to go back to the one point, I think it's interesting, like, the idea that, like, maybe the town could have mm. made it up to, like, boost themselves into, like, mm-hmm. popularity. Or, yeah, like, like have, bolster like, some a lot more. of acclaim and yeah. uh, really hone in on the idea of, like, this is real. Yeah, and, like, this is from our town. Like, let's make our town, like, a bigger thing so we'll have this, cre- like, crazy beast here. I think that's such an interesting concept. Mm-hmm. I love it. No, yeah, I definitely agree. I think that's very a very interesting idea there. And I think it's interesting how they try to discredit it, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that idea. Yeah. Because um, I do think it is, like, I like the idea of believing he could be a real thing. Yeah. Um, And I do think there's something to be said about, like, all the Kelpies and, like, water beasts and, like, people seeing these things out in the water, even from a folklore standpoint. So I feel like yeah. it's not necessarily fair to say that like there's no link to it even in like a folklore like if we're just taking science out of it just saying that it's like not significant yeah i'm like i don't know i feel like it's all very and very interesting concept especially thinking that like what if all of these things are separate things Mm -hmm. or what if it's just like things seen from different perspectives in time and like how people associate in different cultures what it is so i'm like it could be all of them but yeah. a different perspective of all of them. I don't mm. know. I think it's yeah. interesting. 
Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to dive in uh, more into like the history and stuff. These are actually accounts that have happened before 1933. Okay. Um, so in October of 1871 or 1872, they're not entirely sure. Okay. Um, D. McKenzie of uh, Balnain reportedly saw an object resembling a log or an upturned boat wriggling and churning up the water, moving slowly oh. at first before disappearing at an extremely fast speed. Ooh. The account was not published until 1934 when Mackenzie sent his story in a letter to Rupert uh, Gold shortly after popular interest in the monster increased. Mm. So this kind of goes back to the idea how um, the scientists and the other one were saying there's no link to this, da 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 da, but then they found this like article about this from yeah. 1871. See, that's crazy because I feel like, I don't know. It builds on the point of, like, some people might not, like, come out and say they saw something unless mm. someone else says something. And then it's, like, it's making the other things seem more realistic. Like, this actually happened. Other people have seen this, too. So, like, yeah. it's giving it more fact than, like, speculation of this thing existing, regardless of, like, what the scientists might have, like, thought at that time. Yes. Like, it gives yeah, it back. Exactly. Um, and then there's one more account before the 1933 one. This one is by Alexander McDonald. In 1888, Mason uh, Alexander McDonald of, I'm going to try to say this, <laughs> a, a pre, oh my god, a preaching, a pre, operchen, 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 yeah, operchen, cited a large stubby legged animal. <laughs> That's such stubby a rude description. <laughs> Not no long leg Nessie. She's stubby. That's so mean. That's so being like, come on, you little stubby, little stubby, little stubby water horse. You little stubby horse. What are you going to do? A pony? Oh my gosh, it's like a pony. <laughs> my little water pony. My little Nessie pony. My little Nessie. Pony. What are you dragging into the water? What are you dragging into the water? That was beautiful. Thank you. It was like choir <laughs> coming out. Oh my God. So they said... Uh, he saw the stubby-legged animal surfacing <laughs> from the loch so and propelling itself within 50 yards of the shore where McDonald had stood. McDonald reporting his sighting to the Loch Ness water bailiff, Alex Campbell, and described the creature as looking sort of like a salamander. Mm. So we already have from these two accounts the one in... Uh, let's see here. The one in 1871 and the one in 1888, which are pretty close to each other in like the 10 year range mm -hmm. um that they saw a monster that was like waving around in the water and that it just like shot off oh. super quick so one thing we know is that nessie is fast she's a quick one also why am i literally visualizing do you remember in the spongebob movie was it like hugh hefner or something becomes oh, like flat oh. and like propels mm -hmm. himself in the water really quick that's what i'm imagining nessie just like getting all the water and debris on there. He's like, yes. yeah, this is fine. <laughs> so it's perfect. <laughs> oh, that's such a bad, bad memory. <laughs> it pops up. Oh, my God. So, yeah. So the next one we have is probably the best known article in case of the Loch Ness Monster. Mm. So this one is by Aldi McKay. So the best known article that first attracted a great deal of attention about the creature was published on May 2nd, 1933 in... Uh, the Inverness uh, Courier about a large beast or whale-like fish. Oh. The article by Alex Camp Campbell, the water bailiff for Loch Ness and a part-time journalist, 
discussed a sighting by Aldi McKay of an enormous creature with the body of a whale rolling in the water in the loch while she and her husband, John, were driving on the A-82 on April 15, 1933. The word monster was reportedly applied for the first time in Campbell's article, although some reports claim that it was coined by the editor, Evan Barron. Um, and then they have actually the excerpt from the original article. Ooh, okay. So it goes as follows. It's the creature disported itself, rolling and plunging for fully a minute, its body resembling that of a whale, and the water cascading and churning like a simmering cauldron. Ugh. Soon, however, it disappeared in a boiling mass of foam. Both onlookers confess that there is something uncanny about the whole thing, for they realized that here was no ordinary denizen of the depths, because apart from its enormous size, the beast in taking the final plunge sent out waves that were big enough to have been caused by a passing steamer. Oh my gosh. Isn't Ew. that just like really well written too? Like Ew. that that is scary. That is pure horror right there. Also the idea of the water like looking like that is just mm. horrifying. What did it say foaming? What did mm-hmm. it how, I'm like It was foaming. Ew, gross. Yeah. So like it moved so quick that the water was foaming up because it was just so oh. like you know when you get water and you like Start jishing it around. Watered it up a lot. Yeah, like patting it. Ooh, that just mm. yeah. I feel like it's very visual. <laughs> Yeah, so this is just, mm. it's just very interesting to me, because I've never really thought about before this idea that Nessie is quick. Like, yes. Like, NASCAR car quick. She's quick, and she is dense. <laughs> she is dense. Every every description has been like, she is wide. She is wide. She is huge. She is She is stumpy. a mammoth, of course. <laughs> oh my gosh. I, I just feel like she looks very horrifying. <laughs> I thought she was all cute up till like no, up till yeah. this episode, but right now she sounds very scary. I ruined it for you. <laughs> like I've never like heard her described as a whale. Yeah, me I'm either. Like, actually, what does that look like? Like imagine a whale with a long neck. Well, I think it's because I'm sure like everyone has seen like so many pictures of the Loch Ness monster before, but I think it's just because of like how wide his uh their bases yeah oh yeah okay so it's very whale-like in the sense that even though maybe its neck is a little more skinny or its legs a little more stubbly yeah the whole body is very thick like a whale i feel like wouldn't that just be similar to like a dinosaur like is it a bronchosaurus with a long neck well i'm glad you mentioned it because i don't think it's a theory in here but this is my own personal theory Mm -hmm. i think it's very possible that the loch ness monster is a type of dinosaur I love that. And it's been hiding. Also, it could have stayed alive because the, the ice deep age. depths of water. Yes, exactly. If it, had, if it had enough food and nutrients to get through the ice age, it's possible. Stop it. I also don't think it's the same Loch Ness monster. Like, I think mm-hmm. it had babies or it had kids and it keeps passing it down. Oh, I can believe that. Also, it comes back to the one episode where we did, like, the aliens episode. Mm. The idea of extremophiles that can, like, stay alive in, like, crazy conditions. Oh, I forgot about like, those. she, like, they could have been living really yeah, far, far exactly. down. No, yeah, I alive. think that they've been, like, hiding. And they're oh, like, I yes. don't want to be, like, attacked. I don't want this to happen. I think it's very possible it's I a type of dinosaur. That. I love that theory. It reminds me a lot of a stegosaurus. Ooh, yes. Water stegosaurus. I love it all. <laughs> it's perfect. So, yeah, um, according to a 2013 article, McKay said that she had yelled, stop, 
the beast when viewing the spectacle. <laughs> the beast. <laughs> in the late 1980s, a naturalist interviewed Aldi McKay, and she admitted to knowing that there had been an oral tradition of a beast in the loch well before her claimed sighting. However, Alex Campbell's 1933 article also said the Loch Ness has for generations been credited with being home of a fearsome looking monster. Mm. So she did admit that she has heard of it before, but it doesn't take away from what she saw. The evidence. Yeah. yeah. Like if you saw it, you saw it. That's all mm-hmm. it is. <laughs> it feels very hard because I feel like there's a lot of like fun evidence in here. And then there's stuff that's like people might have like left out one little information. They're like. Yeah, I should have thought about that. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I I think all of it's real so far. I believe it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, let's see. What is next? Okay, so <laughs> the next one we have is also in 1933. So okay. modern interest in the monster was sparked by a sighting on July 22nd in 1933 when George Spicer and his wife saw a most extraordinary form of animal cross the road in front of their car cross the road now like, she's out she's out and about wow. she's walking around she's flopping around <laughs> Ew. um they describe the creature as having a large body about four feet high and 25 feet long and a huh. long wavy narrow neck slightly thicker than an elephant's trunk and as long as the 10 to 12 foot width of the road Whoa. Ew, just them describing the neck as wavy. Can you imagine you're, like, fighting with your significant other, like, in the car, like, at, like, 2 a.m. in your (laughs) headlights, and you see, like, this giant creature walk by? Ew. Also, (laughs) four feet tall. (laughs) She really is stumpy. Mm -hmm. But, like, how can she be so short and so wide and, like, her neck and head be so high off the ground? She probably walks like a turtle a little bit. Like, she's just, like, moving slowly. Well, this is the other thing. In the article, according to this, they said that the monster they saw had no limbs. So, like, was it, like, a snake? She's just slithering around. Or were they, like, so stumpy that, like, they couldn't couldn't see see it? it Because they were, it was flat on its stomach. See, that would make sense. Like, all of its weight went over its limbs. But how is it, how is it okay? imagine... It's like a like, fish out of water. Trying to walk. Oh my god. Aww. Poor Nessie. I hope it wasn't the summertime. That oh. hot asphalt. Oh no. Poor little baby Nessie. <laughs> it's gonna burn her little her little limmies. Oh my god. I mean it was in Oh no! It was in July. I just remembered no. it was July. She's gonna get scorched on her little no. legs. Nessie, I hope you're okay. I hope you're recovered the I hope way you're you needed okay to. From burning your legs and arms. <laughs> So yeah, they said it lurched across the road towards uh, the lock 20 yards away, leaving a trail of broken undergrowth in its wake. Spicer described it as the nearest approach to a dragon or prehistoric animal that he has ever seen in his entire life. Hmm. And as having a long neck which moved up and down in the manner of a scenic railway. What is that? What? With a neck moving back and forth. In the manner of a scenic railway. I don't even know what that means. Like, in a circular motion? Or... I don't know. Moved so quickly? It was like a... I don't understand that. Or, like, destroyed its path in front of it. So it was like... I don't understand what that means, but I'm intrigued. Do you think, like, they mean, like, I don't know, like, the crossroad sign or something? Like, it's waving, it's, like, bobbing its neck or something? Maybe. But that's, that's such an interesting description. 
Also, I want to know why it came out of the water in the first place. Was it, like, looking for something? Mm -hmm. For, like, food? Or... I don't like that it left the water. (laughs) Well, it's funny you mention it because in their case, they said that this creature had an animal in its mouth. Oh. And had a body that was fairly big with a high back, but there were uh, any feet they must have been on the web kind. And as for a tail, they cannot say, as it moved so rapidly, when it got to the spot, it had probably disappeared into the lock. So Uh. it, like, ran by him, basically. Ew. Um... Also, the fact that it can move that quickly out of the water is yeah. also frightening. Well, it's kind of the idea of turtles, too, though, at the same time, though, because have you seen turtles when no one's looking? They are speedy. <laughs> when no one's looking. Look up. Listen, everyone. Everyone, please look up a video of a turtle running. It's bananas. Logan, I don't think you're. I'm, just, I'm horrified. No, it's I'm, true. I'm going to Google. It's true. I'm, I'm Google searching this run. time. What you're is doing it, the Google what search is it, of the day. What is it? Fast turtle. Fast turtle. They're speedy little things. I feel like unless it's like a snapping turtle. Oh, I don't want to watch a video. I shouldn't watch a video. I'll watch it anyway. If it says something, that's on me. <laughs> okay, here's oh the God. audio, okay, guys. So she's watching it, guys. I'm watching a video. It's it's on the ground so far. It's yeah, not moving. Yeah, I think this might be the one I've seen. I think this is a snapping turtle. Okay. Is it going to run? Turning. I don't know. Ew, I, I don't like that. Here comes. He's turning. Oh, he's making a run. (laughs) He went pretty fast. I'm not going to lie. But then again, I think snapping turtles are their own little demons. So maybe it's mixed with the snapping turtle then. I didn't like how he moved. I think I now have a fear of turtles. So thank you. (laughs) Um, That's what I'm here to do. Ew. I don't like the way its feet hit the ground. (laughs) No. That was so unsettling. That's probably what Nessie sounded like, but like thundering. Thundering on the ground. Ew, can you imagine he, I, if I saw Nessie in real life and I heard those little pats, I could not respect her. Like, I would just start losing my mind. I'd be laughing. Oh, it's like Bella. Oh, my God. It's a cat. cat. Oh, yeah, my God. Yes. It's like the little. Except she's she's skinny now. Well, she's not anymore. Oh, she's she getting wait back. Again. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. She's, she's still living a her life. She's still a little beauty kitty cat. <laughs> But anyway, Nessie, I'm horrified she left the water for more food. Does that mean she ate all of her food that's in the water and that's why she left? I guess so. So it just raises the question of, like, how did it, like, was there enough food in the water during the Ice Age theory? Or, like, what, like, were they able to get, I I just, I have so many questions. I have many questions. It reminds me of, like, Pete's Dragon, too, that, like, movie with the dragon living in the forest. Like, it's very that. Well, listen, hear me out. If it, if all the stuff did ha- happen during the Ice Age, maybe if it was so cold, it could have, like, put Nessie in some sort of, like, state. Like, do you know how, like, is it, like, frogs that kind of, like, freeze mm. for, like, a certain amount of time and then they, like, defrost and are alive again? But they're not really dead because they're, like, slowly breathing still when they're frozen. Mm. Maybe it was some sort of state like that in the Ice Age where, like, she was dormant for a long time until everything thawed out. Mm. Like, I think mm-hmm. that would be a reasonable idea of how it happened yeah that, that's it. Is a very possible idea yes, um yes. so the last account happened in 1933 not the last account general but like the last of 1933 which is interesting because it's like been um like these have all been in like the same year all this hype happened yeah um i'll give the abridged version of this one because it's kind of funny <laughs> but this is a uh, hugh gray so he took a photograph and basically Everyone thought it depicted a monster because it was slightly blurry. Um, So in the picture, it's been noted that if you look closely, the head of the dog can be seen 
as uh, Gray took his lab dog for a walk that day, and it's suspected that the photograph depicts his dog fetching a stick from the lock. Um, mm-hmm. Others have suggested that there is like a um, little uh, picture of like the like Loch Ness monster mm-hmm. in it. Um, let me see Ooh. if I can find it. Yes, I want to um, see it. We should also put it like in the image for this week's episode too. Possibly, if but... it's cute. <laughs> However, there is a small disappointment with this one. Oh no! Yeah. So. What is it? <laughs> oh no! I'm scared. So. So basically, um. Okay, here it is. So this is the picture. Um, this isn't the one we have to use, but this is the one everyone thought it was. Oh, okay. So. In the picture, it's not the iconic picture. Yeah. But in this picture, so it's like kind of looks like, you know, there could be like a creature that's like swimming, like diving into the water or something. And people yeah. think it might have been the dog reached, fetching the stick into the water or what it was. Mm-hmm. So everyone thought this was like what he, the Loch Ness monster looked like. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. However, um, in 1963, Maurice Burton came into possession of the picture itself, yeah. and they did a negative on it, a oh. negative and a positive on it. And <laughs> the picture was of an otter rolling on the surface oh. in a characteristic fashion. Now look at the picture again. Doesn't it look very much like an otter? That is so cute. Yes, so it cute? does. <laughs> His little arms. I could see it. Yeah, so it's just like very funny that like he thought that little like, otter was the Loch Ness monster. All that right, would suck. <laughs> I was gonna say, how could he really say that was Nessie? Because I'm like that picture, you can't really tell anything in it. Yeah, to be like, yeah, that's definitely well, the Loch Ness monster. Yeah, for I sure. Feel like it's very. It feels even <laughs> worse than the um, the like iconic photo, which yeah. is what we're gonna talk about next. Ooh, heck yeah! Yeah, so. The iconic photo, if everyone knows what we're talking about, you've probably seen it if you've ever been a fan of literally any mystery <laughs> show ever. Any of them ever. Discovery Channel. They gotcha. <laughs> you know what picture we're talking about. The one where there's a little head coming out and you can see a slight hump in the water as it's going. Mm-hmm. So this is known as the surgeon's photograph from 1934. So the surgeon's photograph is reportedly the first photo of the creature's head and neck. Supposedly taken by Robert Keeneth Wilson, a London, uh, really? Okay. Um, a, a London gyne- uh, gynecologist. Oh, what a guy. <laughs> oh, what a guy. I, I, I just wasn't expecting that. Uh, <laughs> it was published in the Daily Mail on April 21st, 1934. Wilson's refusal to have his name associated with it led to being known as the surgeon's photograph. According to Wilson, he was looking at the Loch Ness when he saw the monster, grabbed his camera, and snapped four photos. Only two exposures came out clearly. The first reportedly shows a small head and back, and the second shows a similar head in a diving position. Mm. The first photo became well-known, and the the second attracted little publicity because of the blurriness of it. Got it. So, of course, it's crazy to think how um, distinct it is, like, just showing it to you again. Just yeah. This is the one we'll use for this episode. Yes. I've seen her and she's a beaut. I didn't realize it was one of two. I didn't know that either, Genuinely. actually, till I was doing research on this case. It's so fun. But yeah, so uh, that's very interesting that like there was the idea of it diving in too. Like, that's crazy. Mm. Um, 
For 60 years, the photo was considered evidence of the monster's existence, though, of course, skeptics dismissed it as the most popular, the idea that it's driftwood. Or, mm. huh? No. <laughs> skeptics apparently thought it was an elephant. Or an otter or a bird. That can't be right. Okay. That... The only one that seems even sort of reasonable would be an elephant. But even then, first off, why would it be there? In the water? I mean, elephants have been... They can swim in the water. water? They can sort of swim. But how deep is the water? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if ele elephants can actually swim. They'd probably sink. But, like, if it was shallow, mm. they'd play mm -hmm. in it. But the rest of them, I'm like, that is way too big to be, like, a bird or an otter. Mm -hmm. Like, it's <laughs> zoomed out far enough. There's literally no way. Mm -hmm. It would look way too small in the frames. Someone's trying to goof us somewhere. <laughs> yeah, so, basically... um, this photo has gotten a lot of controversy because there's this idea people think that it's like very zoomed in and cropped yeah. to make it look like the monster is a lot bigger. Mm. And a lot of people have tried to do a lot of testing on it. However, it's actually an anomaly because there's blemishes on the photo. So it's hard oh. to get a true negative of it to see like if it is really something there, oh. um, which is really crazy. Hmm. Yeah, so it, it's just a very interesting case, and people have been debating it for a really long time. And little is known of the second photo, actually. It is often ignored by researchers who believe its quality is too poor, poor and the differences from the first photo are too great to warrant analysis. Um, however, it does show a head similar to the first photo with a more turbulent wave pattern in it, which goes back to the idea of the water waving when... He runs quick. Yeah. Um, Why would they not want to do an analysis on it? I'm like, I feel like if anything, it couldn't like harm you. Mm -hmm. Plus, what if there were less blemishes? You could get more of a clean picture of it to see if it actually is something, as opposed to the other one. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so um, there's been a few other cases, but usually they're like, you know, far and in between. They're kind of like the similar ideas. Um, this is... <laughs> This is what I wanted to talk about because I found it kind of funny. Um, <laughs> this is the last one I'll talk about that's like citing wise. This one has actually been dismissed, but I find it very, very funny. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. So this mm. one is the Loch Ness puppet host, uh, hoax. Mm. So. <laughs> said puppet? Puppet. Puppet. Like Muppets. A Muppet pu like puppet. Like puppets. Rocket so. Puppet. On May 21st, 1977, oh, yeah, what a year. Anthony Doc Shields <laughs> uh, was camping next to Ur, um, Urquhart Castle and took some of the clearest pictures of the monster that have ever been seen to this day. Hmm. Shields, who was a magician and a psychic, <laughs> I love that, claimed to have summoned the animal out of the water. That's summoned. Cool, in it? That's he later true. described his sighting as seeing an elephant squid. <laughs> oh, buddy. You got... Oh. An elephant squid. Oh, my God. <laughs> Claiming the long neck shown in the photograph is actually the squid's trunk and that a white spot at the base of the neck is its eyes. And due to the lack of ripples, it has been declared by a hoax by multiple people and it's received its name because of its very staged look. Do you have a picture of that? I don't believe so. I, I can look like, and see. I, need to see. I'm going to see if I can find one. I just feel like the way the head was described, like, is ridiculous. That its eyes are, like, on a trunk. Yeah. I'm like, what? 
Like, if they were trying to fake something, what did they think that was going to look Guys, like? Guys, make sure you follow along. <laughs> oh, no. I need to see. Guys, please follow along with us whenever we do these Google searches because they're so fun. Look up Loch Ness Puppet Photo 1977. Stop it. Oh, my God. Why does that literally look like uh, – that what was that show, the dinosaur show that we watched? Oh, my God. It does. What is that called? The oh, my Dino? God. What, what is, is it? Dinosaurs. It's just, oh, called, it's just dinosaurs. called dinosaurs. Yeah. Yes, it looks like that, but like very like worse quality. Why does he? Why does he have his teeth? Why is he smiling? Like he just looks like a little dinosaur head. It's so funny. I can't. Oh my god. I said this is it. This is the one. It's so funny. Oh god. Oh my gosh. I said believe this. It's absolutely real. Right oh outside this castle. Gosh. <laughs> No, literally, they did, like, hey, guys, I really took this very, very true picture. And he's, like, smiling full teeth like he's been to the dentist. Like, it looks like a cartoon. They're like, this is real. Trust me. I cannot. I cannot I got the most it. clear picture you've ever seen of this. You're welcome. <laughs> and they even smiled for the photo. You're welcome. Oh, my whack. God. So whack. So now we're going to be talking about a couple. Um, I want to talk about one specific search um, here. So there's been a lot of searches for... The Loch Ness Monster, of course, Ooh. to try to find him and see where he's at. So uh, this one is called the Edward Mountain Expedition in 1934. Ooh. So after reading Rupert Gold's The Loch Ness Monster and others, Edward Mountain financed a search. 20 men with binoculars and cameras positioned themselves around the loch from 9 a.m. to 6 p.m. for five weeks, beginning on July 13th at on 1934. Although 21 photographs were taken, None were considered conclusive. Supervisor James Fraser remained by the lock filming on the 15th of September in 1934. However, the film is now lost. Oh, no. Um, zoologists and professors believe that it's possible what they may have saw in the water could have been a seal or possibly a gray seal. However, they've never been able to find the evidence to prove it or not the idea that it's lost is very much like the government took it oh to my hide God. something oh, can you imagine like that's really sketchy how do you just yeah. like, lose something like that it was either stolen or the government totally snatched it up to hide it yeah there's no way <laughs> yeah so i'll um yeah a lot of other research has been done one of the main things that's been done before is a lot of sonar studies oh, i'm just yawning don't mind me <laughs> was Blaming. a lot of sonar studies that were done with it um, and just a lot of investigating in the water, but nothing has really, like, come up from time to time. I feel like the sonar studies would be fun. Like, if there was, like, you actually had one in there, I feel like those would be crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, so exactly. fun. I love it. This <laughs> <laughs> little sonar study. All right. So now we're going to move on to what people believe they have been misidentified for. So oh. we're going to talk about... We could like rapid fire some of the misidentifications <laughs> oh, yes. that have been happening. So they believe they are the they are bird wakes, um, which is oh. a type of bird that's in the lock with uh, that have been reported before. Um, hmm. Some people think it's eels. That's a big eel. <laughs> like the monster is yeah right like just a giant. Well, have you seen eels? They get pretty big. But like that big, uh-huh. I feel like I don't have a very clean picture of eels. I think I think of um, <laughs> a series of unfortunate events. Weren't those eels mm-hmm. in the movie? I think I th- yeah, them. yeah. That's all I pictured. This is the one I'm most curious about. So I'm gonna like dive into this one because I 
so confused about it. Mm. Um, some people believe it's an elephant. See, I think I'd <laughs> like to believe it, but I'm like, I'm not very certain they can swim. Like, I know elephants love water, mm-hmm. but like, I don't think they can swim. But how would you not notice an elephant coming out of the water? Like, oh yeah, that's not a sea creature, that's an elephant. Yeah, like, um, where would it reside? Because it, it couldn't yeah. live in the water. It would have to be from somewhere mm-hmm. around. That doesn't make too much sense. So, uh, in a 1979 article, California biologist Dennis Power and geographer Donald Johnson claimed that the surgeon's photograph, the most iconic one, was the top of the head, extended trunk, and flared nostrils of a swimming elephant photographed elsewhere and claimed to be from the Loch Ness. In 2006, a paleontologist and artist, Neil Clark, suggested that traveling circuses might have allowed elephants to bathe in the log. The trunk could be then perceived as the head and the neck, with the head and the back perceived as humps. In support of this, Clark provided an example painting. Oh, okay. Hmm. Well, I I just... uh, I just don't think that's right. A circus, though? A circus. You think? I think it's a very cute idea. Yes. Like, cute to see the elephants, not circuses. Circuses are no It just feels good, as but... out of pocket as believing in it, too. So why not just believe in it? I'm you know? like, just believe in Nessie. I do like the idea that it's, like, mm-hmm. just such a crazy coincidence. Like, oh, it's just a traveling circus. <laughs> but, like, do those dates line up? You know? That's what yeah. I want to know. Did the circus actually come on all those dates? How long do they travel there? Because it was all through 1934 yeah. and 33. Also, like, it doesn't explain all this stuff back in, like, the 6th century either. And yeah. stuff. Like, all that history and, like, articles being read. Like, yeah. Who would let their elephants go there? Also, wouldn't they see people there? Yeah. It's a little too convenient for um, me. The others are... There, so, the other one here is Wells Catfish. So, Aww. some people believe <laughs> that... Um, the large ripples that they see in the water mm-hmm. and, like, the head they're seeing is a group of catfish. Like, a oh. big conglomerate of Well, it. see, that makes sense. If you've that seen, like, top of water from catfish, that definitely makes sense. What? You've seen the water when catfish are, like, coming up to the top? Yes. Like, doing their yes, bloop, bloop, bloop thing? Yeah, there was actually a time I almost fell into, like, a catfish, like, pond. It was uh, really crazy. Gross. Yeah, catfish we were... really freak me out. They're scary. Me and my friend were, like, leaning over the edge, like, looking at it and stuff. Oh, and it was It was scary. I'm glad it you was... didn't fall in. Yeah. That would have, like, that would traumatize me from traumatizing <laughs> you if I heard that you fell in the water with those catfish. I Ugh. fell into the water with some catfish. No, I'm never the same. <laughs> Ugh, um, gross. <laughs> so, yeah, now these are some inanimate objects, which they're far left of. The most popular and most sexy of all the theories of what it was is trees (laughs) it's a tree it's bark no (laughs) it's a tree trunk that's a pretty angular bark if you ask me it's a pretty (laughs) that's a pretty that's that's pretty long neck for a tree bark bark can't be wavy (laughs) how is it wavy also it's discrediting the people who saw it on like the ground in front of their car Mm, yeah exactly those people huh they didn't see a tree running in front of them I don't think. Oh, interesting. Hmm. So the next one is, is they believe it was sieges and wakes, which are apparently whenever there's a still water level and the wind is going against the shoreline Mm -hmm. and it makes the water ripple into like little things. That's kind of fun. So they believe like it could be this illusion of like seeing a like, Ooh. that's interesting that sounds really pretty like i'd like to see that in person just an interesting oh, yeah. idea 
I had to like look that up because I was like, sieges? I was like, that is interesting. Sieges. That sounds really pretty. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, that also leads me to believe it's something supernatural. Yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like stuff like that, I just associate with like supernatural things. I'm like, there's no way. It's just plain Jane like that. Yeah, exactly. So the next one is optical effects, which basically just means that they believe it. their people are seeing mirages or distorted images because that's what they want to see. Um, there is a very apparently a very popular rock that people say resembles a head and a long neck in Lake Winnipeg that mm. resembles that. Um, however, people have said that like they've seen sightings of it and pictures have been taken or like claims have been made where that rock is like nowhere to be found. And oh. as you like we've talked about before, a lot of these cases people have seen it closer to the shoreline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just feel like people can tell the difference, at least a little bit. Like, even if your eyes are kind of messed up, you'd be able to see movement as opposed to, like, a rock not mm-hmm. moving. I yeah, exactly. My heart wants to believe something else. <laughs> yeah, so, um, let's see here. So that was, like, the main, like, what people believe, like, misidentifications of what it could be. Yeah. So the next thing we're going to talk about is the folklore. Ooh. So in 1980, Swedish uh, naturalist and author Benj Sororjan. Ooh. Mm, nice pronunciation. I know. Wow. I ain't got that little, uh, I got that diction tonight. Diction. I got that diction, babes. Articulation. <laughs> wrote uh he wrote that present beliefs in lake monsters such as the Loch Ness monster are associated with Kelpie legends. Mm, According to Sorjan, uh accounts of Loch Ness monsters have changed over time. Originally describing horse-like creatures, they were intended to keep children away from the loch. Sorjan uh wrote that the Kelpie legends have developed into descriptions reflecting a modern awareness of Plesiosauruses. Oh. Mm, which is the um the Mesozoic marine uh dinosaur. There it is. Before. There it is. Mistino. Uh, <laughs> the Kelpie as a water horse in the Loch Ness was mentioned in an eighteen seventy-nine Scottish newspaper and inspired Tim Dinsdale's Project Water Horse. A oh. study of the pre nineteen thirty-three Highland folklore references Kelpies, water horses, and water bulls indicated that the nest was most frequently cited as the main like place for these seeings. That's so fun. I love that they set the movie even in that time period. Like for, mm, so you said mm. the movie was inspired by it a little bit. Yeah. And I'm like I love that they actually set it back in like the 1930s. Yeah, exactly. I think that's just like really really interesting. Like it that... keeps it authentic. And then you mentioned there's like water bowls. Water bowls. Yeah, water I've never bowls. heard of that before. That sounds horrifying. <clears throat> aggressive the, the water bull is a mythological scottish creature similar to the manx toro uste generally regarded as a nocturnal resident of moorland locks it is usually more amiable than it is a queen counterpart of the water horse but has similar amphibious sizes and shapes hmm. that was kind of boring Bull in the water <laughs> i guess i feel like i didn't gain anything like i think they would run to like the color blue like the water Oh, <laughs> that bad joke, bad joke. Way too long to understand because like a bull like doesn't like red, but maybe, maybe. <laughs> I feel like I just can't picture it because they like said it was based on some like crazy name that I don't understand the words to. And then it was like, yeah, it's like amphibian. I'm like, great. Mm-hmm. That gives me context. I don't know. <laughs> bull in the water. Got it. Exactly. <laughs> water horse, but not. So... The next thing we're going to talk about is this very specific 
hoax that happened with mm-hmm. the water ho- water horse with the <laughs> Loch Ness monster, yeah. which is um, from Five TV. So in 2004, a Five TV documentary team using cinematic special effects experts tried to convince the people and the masses that there was something in the Loch. They oh. constructed an animatronic <gasps> model of a plesiosaurus, calling it Lucy. And despite the setbacks, including Lucy falling to the bottom of the lock, about 600 sightings were reported where she was placed. In 2005, two students claimed to have found a large tooth embedded in the body of a deer on the lock shore. They published the find, setting up a website, but expert analysis soon revealed that the tooth was an antler of a deer. The tooth was a publicity stunt to promote a horror horror novel by Steve Alton called The Lock. Oh. So they basically made this like giant creature to try and lure all these people and that they saw something in the water in 2004. Wait, am I crazy? Wasn't there an episode of Phineas and Ferb like this? But that's horrifying. But he was real in it. Yeah, I guess he was at the end of it, wasn't he? He was real, yeah, because it was fake at first, and then he was real. I was going to say, this sounds a lot like that one episode. (laughs) But that's scary. That picture you just showed me? Right? Ew. And to wrap up, the last theory or idea is the one we were talking about before, and the one I believe is the strongest case, is that he is an exotic large animal species called the plesiosaur. Yay! So, in 1933, it was suggested that the creature bears a striking resemblance to the supposedly extinct plesiosaur, a long-necked aquatic reptile that became extinct during the uh, Cretaceous era in the extinction event. A popular explanation at the time of the following arguments have been made against it. In an October 2006 article, Why the Loch Ness Monster is No Longer a Plesiosaur, um... They believe that the ostology of the neck makes it absolutely certain that the plesiosaurus cannot lift its head up like a swan out of the water. Hmm. Um, oh, this is interesting. I didn't actually know that. So the lock is only about 10,000 years old, dating to the end of the last ice age. Before hmm. then, it was frozen for about 20,000 years. That's crazy wow. to think about. Hmm. This idea that it's just like, that that's a long period of time. Wait, so I get this right. Was it frozen 20,000 years before the, like, Ice Age and everything? Um, or it was frozen beforehand, so they believed that there was no way someone could have lived in there or survived, like, okay. in the water. Hmm. Mm. What if there were I don't eggs? Know. What if there were eggs, though? That hatched yeah. after? I don't know. <gasps> but this one actually adds to the theory. So, he's trying to debunk it by saying, if creatures similar to a plesiosaur actually lived in the Loch Ness, they would be seen more frequently since they would have to surface several times a day to breathe. Mm. But we saw before the they one about this. the people driving in the 1930s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But also, they're coming up if people are seeing their heads, though, to surface to get air. So I don't see the issue. Wow. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't know. It's just a very interesting idea. So that is all I have on the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, yes. I definitely believe it's some type of dinosaur. Mm-hmm. Even if it was the lake was frozen, whatever the heck it's called, the lock was frozen. Mm-hmm. I feel like somehow it either was like frozen and it like could have kept survived alive. somewhere else. It's very possible. Yes, I just think it either was like frozen and alive down there with a very short heartbeat, 
or there were eggs somewhere, or it was living mm. somewhere else beyond. I could also be, I'm curious to know if there were other uh, bodies of water that weren't the Loch Ness that, um, yes. that they, like, brought in. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, were like there other lakes that could have transferred to or survived in or been in, you know? I think yeah. that's a very interesting idea. I but believe no, it. I'm definitely on the dinosaur idea. Yes. Um, I didn't know half of these cases before, to be honest. Like, these no. are some really interesting um, sightings and also some really funny fake <laughs> ones. My favorite, my favorite, like, story, I think, was, well, it's between two. It's the one with the people in the car mm-hmm. and, like, the thing just, like, running and <laughs> that waddling. That so funny. Like, I just think that's hilarious. And then the one with the whack puppet thing. <laughs> I think it's so stupid yeah, Yes, funny. guys, please go back and look at those <laughs> image files because they're so funny. Please Google them. They're so funny. Oh, my gosh. This was so good. And I also am really glad that I developed a fear of turtles and catfish in <laughs> one whole episode. And that's, Thank that's, you. that's just how great I am. And that's on everything. Logan. Whenever I get back in therapy again, I'm blaming you <laughs> <laughs> and turtles. I have to get this. Uh, this isn't even a joke. I just want to mention it. <laughs> All right. So now that we are done with the episode, I want everyone to go and watch the Scooby Doo Loch Ness Monster episode, <laughs> and for further explanations. That's maybe, maybe not the reason I wanted to do this episode for so long because I really like that Scooby Doo movie. That's really cute. <laughs> So go watch that, and then also watch the Phineas and Ferb uh, Loch Ness episode. Don't know what season or anything. Just go find it. You'll find it. And, you know, while you're at it, why don't you just uh, follow the Mystery Files on Instagram at the Mystery Files underscore. Yes, and also (laughs) make sure to please, please, please go check out our YouTube channel because some of the crazy stuff that we're working on right now is going to be on there. You're not going to want to miss it. So please go check it out. You won't regret it. It's going to be so exciting. Yes. But I guess uh, the tale of the Loch Ness Monster will remain a a mystery. Well, you kind of sound like a pirate there. I was trying to sound like an Irish pirate, Mystery. but I wasn't sure. <laughs> you did perfect. You did so good. Alrighty. Bye, guys. Bye.